Tilly, are you sure you have enough underwear? I stare at the massive lump of underwear shoved into my suitcase. Are 39 pairs enough? What if I pee and or crap my pants multiple times a day for the next three months? What if I absolutely demolish my underwear, turning pair after pair from sturdy to crotchless, and Europe suddenly experiences a massive underwear shortage? Can never be too prepared, I say, nodding at my mom and fishing out the last handful of underwear I have in my drawer. I try to wrestle them into the pocket of my suitcase, but they won't fit without busting the seams. So I stack them on top of the six boxes of tampons I've packed. Super size, because I don't do anything by half measure. Good girl, Mom says, smiling at me like I just came up with a cure for global hunger. There's hope for you yet. That look and her words send a sharp mix of shame and annoyance dancing across my skin, making it prickle. I turn away, crawling into my closet and pretending to search for a pair of tennis shoes, while I gulp down a frustrated scream trying to claw its way out of my throat. It's moments like this that confirm how badly I need my life to change. I need to leave this house, get out from under my mom's thumb, get the hell out of Cleveland, which is exactly what I'm packing for, my great escape. Or as much of an escape as a trip around Europe, financed by my parents while acting as my sister's lowly intern can be. I'd rather not get lost in the semantics of it all. Have you programmed our calls into your calendar? Mom asks, in that perfectly practiced casual tone that means she expects me to have forgotten and is going to be let down, but not surprised when I prove her right. Of course, I lie. It's hard to force myself to do things I really, really don't want to deal with, and my scheduled calls home to my parents while I'm away are pretty high on my list. This trip is a combination of a birthday and a graduation present, with just enough built-in structure that my parents agreed to it. They're paying my way to Europe, and, in exchange, I'll be traveling around the continent for the next three months with my sister, Mona, as she tries to grow her startup. Mom plans on meeting me in London when it's over to spend a few days there before taking me home. Likely kicking and screaming. My trip doesn't come without a few catches. One being weekly check-in calls with my parents, where I tell them how much I'm growing as a person and learning so much. La la la. The second is that I'll technically be Mona's intern, but I think that label is more for my dad's sake and his big dream, read capitalist-inspired nightmare, to see his two daughters become some sort of heavy-hitter business moguls. I told Mona to set an alarm on her phone to remind you to take your medicine. I'll text you, too, so you don't forget, Mom says, her words pinching at a soft spot between my ribs. I'll remember, Mom, I mumble, my cheeks burning. The problem is I do have a tendency to forget to take the tiny little pills that help me with basic tasks like remembering, one of ADHD's fabulous ironies. But I also don't need my mom recruiting my perfect older sister in this endless plight to make me feel as helpless as a two-year-old. And Tilly, 
Please make sure you listen to Mona while you're gone. I know you tend to wander off and do your own thing or get lost playing on that laptop of yours, but she'll know how to navigate better than you will, and the whole point of the trip is for you to gain some life experience. You wouldn't want to cause a scene while you're away, 